You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Reception the Show. George Pickens is a player for Pittsburgh that um, you you have gone a little bit against the grain with on George Pickens because I, I think you're one of the very few people that are not totally totally enamored with Pickens' game. Um, I think I'm correct in saying that, but 17 games for for the rookie, 52 catches on 84 targets, so 62 percent catch rate. Um, from Kenny Pickett, 801 yards, four touchdowns. And boy, I tell you, he had some serious highlights um, as well to George Pickens. But what did your your findings tell you about uh, the rookie wide receiver out of Pittsburgh? Yeah, you mentioned myth-making up top. Um, yes. I, and uh, I, I think you talk about the highlight reel catches. I think that no player, per- perhaps no wide receiver in the NFL right now is more overrated based on myth-making and highlight bias than George Pickens. And I don't say that to tell you that like George Pickens stinks or anything like that. I think he's actually got a lot of promise as, as a starting level receiver, but let me explain kind of what I'm saying there. And that like the myth-making, you know, if you, if you followed the draft process with George Pickens, like, or you followed followed his college career, it's like, Oh, this guy went to Georgia and he was going to be even better than AJ green. You know, his freshman season showed you he was going to be even better than AJ green. And, you know, then he kind of ran into some, some personality troubles or some, some trouble with the coaching staff. He also, you know, got injured towards ACL and it's like, ah, yeah, but if he had just, if none of that had happened, he would have been as good as AJ green. He was going to be as good as, but it's like, but he never was right. Like his career went askew. (laughs) Okay. So that, Uh but I think that like, and then when you see him make those insane catches, I mean, dude, even back to like training camp, the the insane catches were all over the timeline. And then he does it in the NFL that contributes sort of to the myth-making of the player and then, of course, highlight bias because, I mean, I've heard real big-boy NFL analysts, big-boy big boy and big-girl NFL analysts say, like, oh, yeah, this guy has, like, superstar talent. It's like, okay, he can make superstar catches, but there's more to playing the re- receiver position than, you know, once every three games making some catch that makes your eyeballs want to pop out of your head. And I think mm-hmm. that's really where George Pickens struggles because – I think when you look back at his collegiate profile, it's actually, again, pretty similar to the year one data where he does truly, you know, he, he looks like a throwback classic type of X receiver prospect. And, oh, yeah. You know, th- oh, that's yeah. why so many like old school NFL evaluators certainly would love the George Pickens prototype. You know, he lines up as a rookie in his reception perception sample on the outside on 83% of his snaps was on the line for 70.4%. You know, Deontay Johnson's like a, He's played X receiver in the NFL from a body type standpoint. He probably makes more sense as a flanker and 
Pickens makes more sense than X. So they kind of rotated those guys a little bit. But look, the the what you can't get around with George Pickens is that there are separation issues here. Um, 64.9% success rate versus man. That's a 34th percentile mark. Really, and I, I don't know how else to call it, but bad and concerning is the 68.3% success rate versus zone. That's a fifth percentile mark. Um, it's it's tough to go back into the historical databases and find a lot of like high-end success stories from guys that did that, like finished that low as, as rookie receivers. You know, there's... People always bring up the Devontae Adams outlier. I get that, but you know, you're probably looking at more like best case scenarios, like Devontae Parker. Or, you know, that's all. I feel like I say Devontae Parker's name so many times on this podcast because you do. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I write. I write it a lot too. I write no, no, a lot too. But I think part of the problem too is that like I have this weird affinity for Devontae Parker for no reason. You know, it's like, well, it's it's a lot of the stuff we just talked about that like oh yeah. six. 6'3", six, 6'4", six, 210 plus pounds yeah. that can, can run, make he can stupid, jump, yep. yeah, can run, can, can jump and make stupid contested catches. Those guys always get overrated, but <laughs> I think Parker, not just by you, but like yeah. I said, by a lot of people. So people get enamored with that type, but it is really tough to run a functional NFL passing offense through a guys like that that don't separate at high levels. And Parker, I think, I always talk about him because he's the prototypical X receiver who doesn't get a lot of separation. And that's why I think he kind of makes for like a real median comparison on like the X receiver axis, right? Like there's guys down Mm -hmm. in the DJ Chark, Terrace Marshall bucket down here, but then like the, yeah, the average starting level is probably like Devontae Parker. Um, I also would throw Yeah. I think he's somewhere on that bucket too, of like, he's around that Devontae Parker level player probably has had some, I mean, I don't, I don't know, probably negligible in terms of who's had better peaks between those two players. But I threw out Kenny Galladay's name as well. Kenny Galladay became like a really solid separator, not a great, but like a solid level separator uh, towards the end of his Detroit time. And like, obviously, we know the wheels fell off in, in New York for one reason or another. Um, but yeah, Kenny Galladay is a guy who took some steps. So that that's like probably the best comparison for for someone like this. But um, yeah, I, I just don't really know how you can get around the fact that like George Pickens definitely shows an ability to separate on nines, posts, corners, out route, like, you know, those deep routes, but the high percentage base NFL routes, slants, curls, digs, it, it, there's not a lot of separation there. And I think that is concerning. Yeah. When you take a look at, uh, some of his, um, route percentages too, uh, it's interesting, right? Like he ran 30 almost 33% of his routes, one out of every three was a nine route. Right? That's nuts. Uh, that's crazy, right? Uh, that That's not, I don't know, that's not very nuanced, you know what I mean? That's just like a, a guy who lines up outside and you just tell him to go. I, to me, that doesn't seem a great use of George Pickens's, you know, athletic profile and his ability. I can't believe they brought the OC back. It just, yeah, it's let's, just baffling to me. Let's I don't say that, that too, that, in addition to it, might not. It's just, I, if you've listened to this podcast at all since we started this bad boy, or shoot, listen to me on any other outlet. Yeah. You know, I'm not a fan of like Matt Canada's offense. And, no, you know, it's garbage. This, it's not great. Um, you know, and, and like, why? Oh, gee, I wonder why every receiver that plays in this offense has a low yards per target number or, you know, <laughs> yards per whatever the hell number, like low catch rate. I can't. Yeah. I can't imagine why that might be. Uh, probably because 
32% of his routes, like you said, 32.4% of George Pickens' routes were a nine route, 19.5% curl routes, 5.1% comebacks. Like that, it's goes and goes in little hitches, goes in little hitches, and occasionally for a guy like Deontay, like stupid little screen routes that go nowhere, you know? So right. it's the route combinations are the number one reason I can't stand this offense, especially in a league that plays so much like zone coverage and cover two, because you're mm-hmm. just drawn dead against cover two when you're throwing go balls and you're throwing nothing but hitches because you're either going to get these guys coming back out of the zone and, and getting tackled immediately, or right. you're getting a quarterback that like, if you want to throw to that hitch on the outside, that's a tight, tight window that they're going to have to thread, which throws these guys into contested situations more often than not George Pickens included. So I do think like it is a reasonable thing to say that they did not use Pickens to his best and most optimal sense from a vertical like 32 percent of his routes go routes that's stupid that's gonna just like i said with Jahan dotson that's gonna bring your success rate down but that's not enough to excuse a a fifth percentile success rate for zone it's a slight it's a slight explanation but it's not enough to excuse it Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, I think it's a, I think it's a, it certainly explains a lot of the man scores, right? Like when you're talking about, Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, success rate versus man, listen, the success rate versus man is going to be so much lower. And again, if you're new to RP and all that stuff, just let's just think about it conceptually, right? Like it's so hard to beat man coverage over the top in the NFL because the NFL literally is geared to stop that one particular play. Right, like they don't want you to hit them over the top, right? They most defenses in the NFL nowadays, they're totally fine with you kind of just picking, uh, you know, doing these little, uh, you know, nuts and bolts type of routes underneath, right? Okay, fine. Uh, but again, when you're closer to the line of scrimmage, your, your success rates are going to be a lot higher versus man coverage because guys are playing off and, and they're just trying to prevent uh, deep balls over the top. Again, route percentages though, Matt, uh, we're talking 47. Uh, you know, 47 ish percent, uh, were on deep passes, corner nine and post. Um, and, and the one thing that I would say is this, he did show a lot of promise, uh, according to your success rate, um, route tree on the corner nine and post, right? Yeah. So, you know, 85.7% success rate on the post. That is, that's impressive. That is impressive. 64% success rate on the corner. That's impressive as well. So um, I think there's some some optimism to be had there. Um, and again, can Kenny Pickett also step his game up in year two? Yeah, no, I think that's another thing when you're saying like, all right, well, you know, George Pickens would be better if they didn't run him on deep routes so much. It's like, but that's what he does best is is he's like a Correct. long strider with a lot of athleticism to to win down the field. Contested um, catch, like God, right? You know? Like he loves, yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. For 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 the folks that want a good number, yeah, 304 30.4 percent of Pickens' sample targets were contested, and he won at seventy eight point six percent, which I think That's is great. 
That's great. It's great. It's not as like crazy as some people might think, but you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I do think the ball skills are also slightly a little overrated with George Pickens. Like the media doesn't want you to know, the government doesn't want you to know that he actually dropped more <laughs> passes than Deontay Johnson on a per target basis last. There you but, go. Okay. But never, nevertheless, uh, yeah, I think that I, I do think that Pickens shows so much promise there from a vertical perspective. And yeah, you want that's where you're going to use him best as a vertical down the field weapon. I mean, straight up, like I, I do think. He showed more potential as a short area route runner, as a prospect, than he did as a rookie. So I do hmm. think like all hope is not lost. Um, it's also worth noting too, like his easily his most impressive and, and most important mark for playing the X receiver position, 70 72.4% success rate versus press coverage. That's a 69th percentile mark. That's that's really good. Like you want him running against press man coverage on the outside uh, on vertical routes, even if it's a high degree of difficulty route, because that's what he's going to do best. So it's a little interesting there just from that perspective. But yeah, I think the Steelers offense is interesting this year. Um, Despite the Matt Canada thing, like I think Pickett showed you that he could be like a solid, you know, maybe slightly above average starting quarterback. If he continues to develop, I like yeah. what I saw from him towards the end of the year. I liked, I do like him playing off schedule. I think that's a nice difference between him and, and what Big Ben was offering for sure at the end of his career. Um, they made offensive line investments this year. Um, I like them bringing in Allen Robinson as like a big slot receiver to sort of transition him into the next phase of his career because obviously we know based on last year he can't play out at, at the X receiver position anymore. Right. So I think that's interesting. I think Calvin Austin is a guy to keep an eye on as a speed slot receiver, maybe if after missing his entire rookie year. And I do think Pickens is Pickens certainly shows that he can be at least a starting level X receiver. How far he goes down that axis remains to be seen. You know, is he going to get there stuck needs in to that? Be th- more, I mean, the bottom line is, Matt, there needs to be more situational awareness in terms of his zone coverage and, and just beaten zone, period, straight yeah. up. Pier- period. I think, the, I think the 65% success rate versus man, I think that's doable. That's fine. I mean, we're talking about guys like Amari Cooper in 2019, you know, Michael Thomas in 2022. Uh, Brandon Cooks is in that sort of like area, right? So 65% for what he does, I think that's totally, totally fine. But again, if you look at the historical data, um, and by the way, historical data available to our, our, our sicko tier subscribers, but if you look at the historical data, which I find to be fascinating, it's really hard to find somebody that is that low in terms of a success rate versus zone coverage. And actually I kind of sort of had to scroll down um, and we're looking more at like the 2020 Corey Davis's of the world. Um, Kelvin Benjamin in 2014 has similar type numbers as an, as an X receiver too. So uh, these are not great players. 2020 Corey Davis, 2014 Kelvin Benjamin. These are not great players, folks. Okay. It's so well, that's the Kelvin Benjamin thing, dude. That's for how about like Marvin Jones in 2015, 68.2% success rate versus zone. Josh Palmer, 68% success rate versus zone. Um, Marquise Lee, 67%. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, MVS in 2021, 69%. But like, what are we, what are we talking about here? Like, these are guys that have been, average starting X receivers at best, right? Like they've given you a a couple of good years, but 
And that's the only thing that I'm pushing back here with George Pickens is not that he's a bad player. Like Marvin Jones is not a bad player. Corey Davis is not a bad player uh, when they've been good. It's yep. just there's they're not ceiling. stars. They're not they're not stars, right? And I think if right. you look at George Pickens' rookie year data, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but because like maybe he still was coming back from the ACL, I, I don't know, right? But that's a I good do point think. Too. I do think that the, what you see from him on film is a little bit of sloppiness on the fundamentals is a okay. little bit of, is a little bit of um, haphazard route running. Like he can just tighten these things up. Um, you know, I, I do worry a little bit that like midway through the year, he's like pissed about the targets he's getting when he's got a fifth percentile success rate versus zone <laughs> coverage. That bothers me a little bit, but um, yeah. yeah, dude, like I think yeah. we're, we're talking Sammy Watkins, another example, 2018, 68.8%. Like we're talking about guys that are, yeah, like maybe at best start average starting X receivers. But like, if I sat if I sat and told like many of these George Pickens truthers that like, Oh yeah, he's his best comparable is like Marvin Jones or Corey Davis. I guarantee you they're going to be pissed, but like, that's kind of sure. what his that's kind of what his rookie year showed us at least so far. Okay, so uh, again, obviously some room for improvement there too. So we'll see. I, you know, I, you bring up the injury. I think that's a good point. The quarterbacking, Matt Canada, all of these things contribute. You know, they they weren't winning games in the middle part of the season as well. They came on a little bit stronger in the in the back half of the season. But uh, but boy, it, it's it's certainly interesting. I, I thought the Pickens one was the most interesting to me because again between the myth making and the highlights and, 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 and the Pickens truthers. I mean, people are just ready to anoint Pickens as the, the clear cut number one X receiver in Pittsburgh, the best receiver in Pittsburgh. And, and they've completely and utterly just completely written off Deontay Johnson. It's like Deontay Johnson is a, you know, it, 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 his day in the sun is gone. And now it's George Pickens' time. And, uh, and obviously you haven't released a profile on Deontay Johnson, but I would be surprised. <laughs> I'd be surprised, Matt, if I saw that Deontay Johnson's numbers, you know, looked worse than what Pickens showed us on tape. Yeah. You can go ahead and take the over on 68%. Success <laughs> <rate for some laughs> Correct. So anyways, I strongly encourage the folks to go to the website, receptionperception.com, read the profile and, and come to your own conclusions, man. I mean, the numbers are all right there. You know what I mean? If you don't agree, then Hey, more power to you. Um, and you could figure out and listen, it, it's a fluid game man. like, you know, uh, so again, things can change. There's no doubt about that.